0: Welcome to the Home Building Hub, your essential podcast guide to building your new home. Hosted by industry experts Colin Bischoff and Darren Brennan, this conversational podcast will help better educate you about all things new home building so you can avoid costly mistakes and enjoy your building experience to the fullest, no matter which home builder you choose. Hey there, folks, and welcome to the Home Building Hub. You're with Colin and uh, also co-host Darren Brennan, as always. So here we are, Daz, first episode back for 2024, and we're going to be talking a little bit about the electric changes or the uh, no gas allowed any more changes coming into play or already come into play. We're going to explain a little bit about how that works um, and I guess give you a little bit more of an insight so those of you buying... Uh already bought a block of land, although those probably more so uh about to think about getting one. This will give you a bit of an insight into that world. So how are you, mate? Welcome back twenty twenty four. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And uh, we're just saying are we a bit rusty? Probably. <laughs> probably.
1: It'll be right though. We'll struggle on through. It'll be good, mate. But uh that's been a it's been an interesting kickoff to the year, I don't think for most builders, it's been quite as busy as they would have thought, and I think there's still a bit of noise around interest rates out there. You know, the Reserve Bank met this week, and pretty disappointing to think that, you know, she still had to throw a bloody cheap dig in about the fact that interest rates could go up and scaring people. Certainly all the hit the talk I hear is interest rates could drop as soon as July, and I think that'll be really important to give some confidence back to people to make that decision to move forward in, in building their dream home. and. You know, we're really looking forward to the year. I think um, 2023 was probably a year of of uh, of the change of regulations. Like, there's been a fair bit go on. Um, obviously rolling up soon, Cole will be the seven star. We've obviously done some episodes on that. I don't recall which episode number, but you can certainly search on our website for that. Um, but you've had the regulatory changes there. You've now got this yeah uh, another change happened and and that was as of the first of uh, january with in victoria with no gas but it's like the victorian government uh has done a great job of trying to find reasons to add costs to to building a home at the moment, and that's not making that affordability piece any better, so I think it's really important that we do see those interest rate reductions you know throughout the year and 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 hopefully two three or four of those and and probably other big coal that um I think people have uh, maybe not considered, you know, around their borrowing capacity and what that looks like to be able to get into a new home is uh, there's uh, obviously the stage three um, tax cuts will come into play mid-year and that'll also free up a little bit more money and that's going to help people borrow a little bit more as well. So some positivity in the market and and we're certainly seeing some green shoots out there, which I think is fantastic. You know, that second half of 23 saw some, Land sales starting to kick along, and more builder sales happening. So, you know, if you're in the market and you're thinking about it, it's a really good time to be buying. There's some really good deals out there. Builders are, are, you know, ensuring that they're doing the right stuff, not not going too hard on those discounts. But you can, you can get a good deal out there, and and it's a really, these three months leading up to the change to seven star. If you want to save some money, now's the time to do it. So, yeah, but, mate, I've had a bit of a, a crack. Uh, let's um let 's kick things off I guess, Cole. did you want to uh maybe maybe uh, yep. yeah lead the way there, mate?
0: No worries at all, so for those who are listening for the first time you want to get to know myself and Darren a bit more uh, we don 't like to ramble on about ourselves very much, so just head back to episode number one that 's the introduction episode. you'll learn a bit about who we are, where we come from, and uh, a bit more about the the purpose and the point of this podcast, okay, so um, the fee to listen to the podcast is completely free, but uh, we do hope that you share it with someone. and that's generally what Darren refers to as the fee for the podcast. Share it with a friend, a colleague, someone to give so they can get some value as well. So that's all the formalities out. It was a little rusty there, Daz, but I think we did okay. Um, we do <laughs> We do have some changes in our industry regarding regulations. Seven star you mentioned, we've talked about that a couple of times. Uh, Livable housing another one Um, that's something we've mentioned this is this one here today is about the all electric stuff so basically we're going to prompt with some questions and we'll, we'll try and answer those for you as best we can and give you A little bit more of an insight into it so i guess the first question around this is what are the changes regarding this all electric and realistically no gas so essentially the victorian government announced from the 1st of january 2024 that all new homes which require a planning permit must be all electric and not connected to any gas network uh, the decisions, yeah, it's been made for a good reason to, I guess, reduce the reliance upon fossil fuels, speed up the steps to, I guess, renewable energy in line with, I guess, some of the more ambitious emission reduction targets set for 2035. So there's, they all come from a good place, these regulation changes, just a tough time in the industry at the moment, um, I guess, yeah, depending what side of the fence you sit on. You couldn't blame a builder for wanting to push some of these back because they do add additional cost. Um, uh internally to prepare all this stuff. Also for the buyers, Darren, the additional costs as well for seven star uh livable housing, a little probably not too much, um, but definitely a little bit of cost here in the all electric. So
1: i was gonna say Cole, yeah, I thought it really interesting too that you know, in Australia we we've found gas as a dirty product. You know, it's a, it's um you know considered that way. And in Europe gas is considered as a clean product. So there's these differing opinions around the world around what's right and what's wrong. You know, we're we're going to move to all electric, but then we're using coal to fire, you know, a big percentage of our power plants. And obviously we're moving towards more and more renewable, and that's the the end goal. But it's really interesting to see all that stacks right now, you know, like it's somewhat hypocritical at times, but I think the end goal's right, you know, trying to reduce emissions and, and, and you know, its impact on the environment and long term. And if you're thinking short term, does it really matter? No. But i tell you what, you know, it might matter to our kids or our kids' kids, so, you know, that longer yep. term picture is what you've got to think about, and that's what the government's trying to do here, I guess.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think the intention with, with all these reg changes are, are all good. They're all positive. It's just the timing is not ideal. Uh, given the challenges we've faced in Probably the Probably never really is from a cost perspective too. You know. I'd like to see just a little bit more space to let builders just get through the period and settle down this year and, and get back to some form of normality and then some time and space to to really get these regs in. But, look, it is what it is. If they, if they come out, they come out, and we have to follow them and, and go from there. So, so just to remind everyone, they came in place uh, – This year already, the first of the first for all, uh, I guess, uh, subdivisions or all jobs requiring a a planning permit or some form of approval from a council. Um, So Darren, maybe help answer this question. So if I'm the buyer, how can we tell if the land we own or the land we're looking to purchase is subject to electricity or all electric or no gas requirements?
1: I guess the first thing you can do is check your plan of subdivision and there will be some some notes and I'm just going to pull one up on my screen so I can remember the actual section because I don't want to miss that section that you're looking at because I've just lost it. In the notation section on the front page of your plan of subdivision, it's going to give you that. Um, potentially if if it's if you've got the latest version it will have the planning permit number on there and it'll say when it was issued so it'll say it was issued in 2023 2022 2011 whatever year that is it'll be like a pp number with maybe some other numbers and then the year of issue so that would be the first port of call um you could certainly check with your land developer and ask them the question on that you know is it cuz they're not going to be installing gas if they don't have a permit, you know, and, and it's not going to be approved to do so. It's a cost associated with that. So I'll let you know where that sits. Um, I guess in those greenfield areas, the... Planning permit sits against the land, and that could be for an entire development. It might be a 2,000-lot subdivision, and they get a planning permit for the whole lot all in one. So some of these subdivisions and some of these estates may actually have a planning permit that's in place, and that may last another 10 years for the next however many stages. So, you know, there's going to be this – it'll be a long transition period, I guess, for some areas. And then, for example, I met a developer during the week. They've got a 19-lot subdivision. So it's over in 19 lots and then they only have a planning permit for that. And the next stage, if they choose to buy the paddock next door, well, they ain't having gas because it doesn't have a planning permit. So um, I guess that's um, a little bit about where that's at. Um, The planning permit also, you may be in a case where, for example, you want to subdivide your block. So you want to turn your one block into two blocks. That needs a planning permit. You can't have gas. So even though the gas is in the street, no gas. Um, It could be that, um, I'm just thinking about a couple of these other examples here, Um, you know, you're in an area that's got a bushfire management overlay, for example, that needs planning. Therefore, no gas. Um, potential uh, overall building heights, there's some restrictions. So, for example, in some areas of Geelong, um, those height restrictions, if you're exceeding that height restriction, you need to apply for planning. Same story. Um, potentially wall heights on boundaries. So there's a number of different ways. And it's best to go and consult with your builder um representative so go and see the the consultant in the displays and have a chat and, and ask them about some of those sort of things and highlight that to them and if they've got any concerns they should be you know consulting with their permits team to find out hey is this likely going to trigger this and because what you don't want is that surprise later when you're halfway through the journey towards a building contract in site, that then you get the surprise of hey by the way we're going all electric so and Some people, they're not a fan of that either. Like a lot of people, the old story, want to be cooking with gas, right? A lot of people love cooking with gas. So you're going to have um, a whole lot of people disappointed that they can't have gas in their home. So it's worth making sure that they're aware of that up front. There's no way to get around if planning's involved or the planning permit was not issued prior to the 1st of the 1st this year. Um, So, you know, I guess just adjust to that. Uh, You know, Cole, you were just in the States. I don't know. Um whether you had an electric cooktop there, but I've been in the states and used electric cooktops it's the only time I've used them and I, I find them okay no they're not you still you don't want to cook spaghetti bowl you can cook spaghetti bowl just as good on an electric cooktop as you can um on a on
0: a gas one so pretty common in queensland too we um lived in queensland for a for a little while there and and that was yeah pretty much all all induction cooktop uh up there which was new new for me but um yeah, I mean, we we have got, I guess, this release, Darren, that was got here on the notes, and it, the reason for this is to let you know that all electric is going to cost you more than, than gas, right? So whilst the the I guess the, the the release says going all electric can be delivered at no extra cost to the buyer, it's actually not true. It might be the running costs uh, are probably going to situate you in a better position, but to, to buy a house, it's going to cost you more to go all electric. So I want to give you a bit of an idea on on that um, in the rest of this discussion. One of the examples, Darren, I've come across is uh, a client has a small block, uh, which is normally subject to under 300 square meters, a small lot housing code. But for some reason, this plan of subdivision was not approved based on small lot housing code and that block therefore needed to go to council to approve the plans we were gonna put on there. So in that event, it basically, the long story short, if you need to submit to council any form of approval, in order to get your house approved, that will be then considered from our understanding that you need to go all electric, okay? So that's the foundation, I think. That's a good start. We're not talking about a building permit there. So, yeah, building permit only,
1: you're good as gold. Planning permit and building permit, you're in trouble. You've got to go all electric. So I guess, Cole, what are the appliances that are – applicable to this, I guess. So there's a few in the house. Do you want to run through those?
0: Yeah, so there's probably four main ones that we well, – or three main ones, a couple of little ones. But um, obviously the standard inclusion across the board for builders, and not all builders, but for, for most, would be ducted heating. So that is is gas-based. Um, so that would have to be removed. Appliances, e.g., the cooktops that we talked about earlier, definitely one that – in Victoria, at least, it's all, all uh, gas cooktop – for the majority, uh, hot water service as well. And then little things like potentially, uh, you know, how some people, Darren, add the uh, gas points to their alfresco or something to connect the barbecue up to, that won't be allowed either. So they're probably the main items that will come out of the current all-day, every-day standard inclusions that we're used to, which would lead to the next thing, or what, Darren, is going to replace those items. Yeah, for sure. And I think the other one in that mix, Cole, would be, um, gas
1: uh, log fires, essentially, you know, like the that you're seeing a lot of display homes. So they obviously won't be able to in, be installed either. But um, those replacing them, so an all electric oven and cooktop, so um, cooktops such as uh, induction cooktops, and with that, you have the potential of requiring three phase uh, power. So most homes run single phase, meaning one line of power running in. This means you're going to get a greater level of power in because they use you know, pretty heavy amount of electricity whilst they're on, Um, electric hot uh, water services with a heat pump, Um, and heating would also need to be all electric. So, you know, I guess you could look to go to a reverse cycle um, ducted heating and cooling system, and the upshot of that is you're going to get um, refrigerator cooling to your home as well as that heating potentially. Um, or you could just go to a split system in one room or you could do multiple split systems throughout the home. And, and obviously that combination of all that's going to um, sort of vary in price. I don't know, Cole, where do you see that price sitting for that?
0: yeah so again it's going to depend on the builder this is uh a little bit like livable housing, a little bit like seven star in that there's not just one one or two or three boxes to tick that all builders will tick those boxes equally and apply the same changes so here a builder may say look let's let's just go uh with the heating let's just make it uh re- reverse cycle heating cooling system, and that's going to cost you fifteen k or even twenty five k, depending on the size of the home, like so that's massive, and that will influence this. I guess this. Well, you could so, be sixty
1: squares or seventy squares. Colin need two of them.
0: Yeah, that's right. Like so that's We don't. It's two them. not. It's, it's not a simple answer, but I'd say just to give people an idea, you need to understand. Perhaps going from gas to all electric is going to set you back on a, on a standard home probably between ten to thirty k. If you're going to go massive double story and things like that. It's obviously going to be more than that. But somewhere in that vicinity, I'd say, Darren, yeah, 10 to 30K. 10 to be very on the cheap end and uh, sing, maybe just sticking with a couple of split systems that, that do cooling and heating. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I think that just gives guys, uh, guys and girls out there a bit of a ballpark. So, yeah, I'd say 10 to 30K. Yep. For sure. So next question. And probably the final one is how will builders apply these new requirements during this, let's call it a transition period. So let's just recap. You're going to have people out there looking for house and land. You're going to have people who've already bought land that don't need a planning permit, right? And that could that could be for years. But there's going to be some out there that you do need a planning permit um, or the subdivision will be subject to, to the new regs. So how will a builder provide the buyer's uh, with the, the correct information, I suppose, so they know what whether they're gas, whether they're electric. What do you think? How that? How how would that work, Darren? At the moment, you think? Yeah,
1: I think colud's going to vary builder to builder clearly, and you know, if I looked at one of the builders in the market right now, Henley, they are running all electric, so they've already gone that way, and they went early. Um, and again, they might be doing that because they're selling more of that. Uh, interstate as well, so, they, you know, based on their business model, et cetera, they get, each builder is going to be a little bit different. But we would suspect, I guess, that in um, greenfield areas that they leave the gas inclusion there certainly as a standard for a bit longer.
0: Now, How long's a bit longer? What's, what's a really greenfield more. area? Sorry, maybe uh, like saying.
1: a normal yeah. estate, you know, uh, I'm, I'm in Ballarat, so just down the road you've got the Lucas Estate, it's a big brand-new land estate, we'd call that greenfields, meaning that it's streets full of vacant lots ready to be built on um, or, or are being constructed, et cetera. So there's new areas, those new, new you know, subdivisions is what we call greenfields. And so, yeah, we'd expect that they'd hang around a little bit longer on most builders, you know, let that transition through. Um, it's not happening. You know, that those uh, land that's being developed today would have got a planning permit some time ago. It didn't just happen yesterday so we expect that'll take a little while to transition through um and then um some of those will already be obviously all electric anyway and uh, i think they'll also offer some packs for those people so they might say hey here's a bolt-on pack you can get all these things for one price tick the box and and we're happy we know we're going to be compliant and, and uh move that way and you may choose to go that way too you might say you know what i think it's an advantage um, to go to all electric, and and I prefer that. Great, we'll tick the box, and you might have a big solar system on your roof to offset the cost of that, um, you know, and, and so depending on what's important to you, I guess, the builders will work with you to find the right solution. Um, you know, and it may also be in, you know, we see a lot of it in rural lots where getting gas to the, to the house, and if you're, for example, your house is 150 metres from the street, that can be significant cost to drag another infrastructure point out there so that people go all, ga- uh, all electric sorry they've been doing it for years um you know in a knockdown rebuild area so in an in a suburban area we're going to knock down the existing house and rebuild a new i'd say you probably it might be 80% of those need a planning permit of some sort so it could be because you're putting in um protection notices for neighbouring trees, undermining the existing houses around you, overlooking, overshadowing, all these different things, right, that could cause you to get a planning permit. And I'd say it's probably 80% mainly even need a planning permit. And they're not necessarily difficult to get, but you do have to take more documentation and stuff to the council. Um, then they're going to need to go to All Electric, and in which case I would say a lot of those um you know, builders if they're specifically targeting that area, may may move to all electric anyway, or, or you know, again, look at do they run it in a promotion, etc. What are they how they do to best look after that customer? So, you know, I think it's quite interesting. I think the other bit to realise, if cooking with gas is really important to you then you can run LPG, bottled LPG to your home, liquid petroleum gas, which, again, a lot of rural areas do. You see these big gas bottles sitting on the side of the house and you can have that running. So there's no restriction on that at all. So there is, if gas is that important and you really, really want it, it's not going to be a cheap option from a, a running point of view, but it will certainly be an option for you. And then you just have to turn, you know, there's a small modification to those appliances to make them be able to run on gas. So, you know, it's potential to do that as well on on LPG gas, that is. So, yeah, bit of an overview, mate. I think, um, yeah, look, again, I think for the right reasons, the decision's been made. It's implementation's probably... Uh, is always going to, you know, any time there's change, it always creates a bit of, you know, unease and a little bit of stress and tension and trying to get it right and all that sort of stuff. I, I would think, Cole, over the next, I don't know, two, three years, most builders will move to all electric anyway and that'll be the new norm and
0: we won't even be talking yeah. about it. It will be the new norm. But uh, one thing to I think it's important to note for, for people out there who are currently talking to or thinking about talking to builders just be patient, please, with them, because understand that there's there's a lot of regulation changes happening, and the the release of the information uh, is pretty poor. Uh, there's a lot of things that. Uh, have question marks, and those question marks have still become and un- uh, gone unanswered. So builders are currently in that transition period of trying to work out, okay, what what's my all electric pack look like? What items am I going to do? That's probably more one of the simple ones. But they're trying to work out with the seven-star, some builders are still trying to work through that and the livable housing. There are some changes, so builders and sales consultants that you, you talk to at representing that builder. They're doing their best to price in what they can. So just be patient. Be mindful. Ask the questions and get the intel. And um, yeah, I just I think it's important to share that. Um, won't say these are bad changes. Just say that that they take some time for a builder to adjust and, and get their plans updated, their inclusions updated accordingly. So you're, you're sitting in a transition period at the moment for sure. I think um, also, Colin,
1: um, as a consultant in a display home there's this expectation to know so much it's like oh, I've I've been in the industry nearly 20 years and I'm still learning stuff. Like, I, you know, you find out about something like, geez, I've never come across that before after 20 years of doing this and thousands of houses that, you know, that you've had a touch point on. And there's still new stuff. So, you know, I guess be, be realistic that not everyone can know everything. And some people have had 20 years experience. Others have had two weeks experience. So, you know, be mindful of sort of where that sits and, and I guess just ask questions and understand that you know they'll do their best to answer those. And if they're unsure, they should be just referring that on to to, to somebody else who can actually help with that answer, or you know, consult their office and come back to you, et cetera. So yeah, yeah be patient. Yeah. You know, what we'll ask the question: Am I going to have to go all electric? If they're unsure, just ask them to come back to you, find out that detail, and yeah, and they you will. know. Yeah find the best source of truth in that. And I guess if there's any questions on that, you, you do have any questions and you don't feel like you're getting the right answer, you can always reach out to us via our um, website, homebuildinghub.com.au, and there is a um, an inquiry button there. You can hit and just shoot us a message and, and we'd happily come back to you and try and help you out.
0: Yep, perfect. Good segue. So thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the first episode back. And, uh, look, please do leave us a five-star review if you like what you're listening to on the platform that you're listening on or watching on if you're on YouTube there. Um, so, as Darren said, homebuildinghub.com.au, you can contact us. And other than that, mate, we'll um, look forward to seeing you on the next one. And thanks, everyone, again. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.
1: Welcome back, mate. Cheers.
0: Thanks for listening to the Home Building Hub. As part of the podcast, we have to be a little careful to cover ourselves on a legal standpoint, so we do have a disclaimer. Whilst we're all about providing value to you, this podcast should not be considered legal or financial advice. It does contain general information only, and you should seek out independent professional advice on your own personal situation before you make any legal or financial decisions. One, two...